take this day by storm I'm gonna wake up in a new life Next day doing encore Get ready to ignite your passion and unleash your inner innovator. Welcome to the Launch Podcast, the energizing show where we're breaking barriers, building dreams, and sparking positive change in the technology world. Join us on a thrilling ride through cutting-edge technology, visionary insights, and inspiring success stories. From entrepreneurs to founders, from executives to investors, this is your space to empower, create, and embrace the power of community. So buckle up, because together we're fueling the future of innovation here on the Launch Podcast. Let's rock this journey and light up the world of possibilities. This is Bobby Nim, CEO, founder of Launch. We're excited for our next podcast guest, an entrepreneur who founded PolicyPal, a fintech startup that helps people plan for their financial future, recently successfully acquired by a New York Stock Exchange firm in 2020. She has incredible national achievements uh, recognized, including Forbes 30 under 30 and Fortune's 40 under 40. She's been honored with the Imperial College London Alumni Entrepreneur Award, People's Choice Award, LinkedIn Power Profile. There are many, many more awards and accolades. So we'll get right to it. Val, yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Val, we're excited to have you. And to start this podcast, I just want to start with humble beginnings and can you give the audience a quick sense of who you were before you started down this path of policy pal and everything that's been since, you know, as an successful entrepreneur? Yeah, there's so much that I can talk about, but like probably I shone with it. I grew up in Singapore, like middle class family. Basically, I have to work my way like to, to save up for tuition fees. I really wanted to go abroad to study. So I actually took two years get to work before I actually moved to London from my undergrad and postgraduate study. So in London, I, I studied digital media. Back then, it was re- relatively new. So I learned coding, web design, animation, and like motion graphics. I was really right into tech to actually like further advance into my interest into tech. So being in London, the financial hub, I went on to actually like look into the financial industry. So I joined a big four and I worked in PricewaterhouseCoopers for a while before moving back to Singapore. So what initiated the move was because my family situation, my mom was diagnosed with cancer back then. I decided to move back home, pack my bag really quickly. Within a month, I, I handled my resignation. I moved back. Thankfully, she's all recovered now. But basically, I had to help with the hospitalization, medical bills, I have to deal with insurance. She recovered, but within the same year itself, I have to do with insurance the second time because my father passed away due to heart attack. So it was a terrible year in 2013, but that inspired me to start my first company, Policy Power, just to empower like individuals out there to take control of like their insurance, manage their finances properly. So in times of like Needs like this, they can understand what are the coverage that they have, what to do in the next step. Yeah, so thereafter, I worked in a corporate life for two years uh, in Singapore. So I was thinking, I need some savings before I get started. So I took time to network the the connection and the tech industry and finance space before I started policy. Val, I want to talk about a few things that you hit on. And one is... Just bringing your family first. And, you know, in your journey, uh, initially in corporate and then transitioning as an entrepreneur, 
balancing some of those personal needs with trying to advance your eventual startup. Can you talk to the audience and humanize balancing a startup? And when you consider other, essentially the capacity, the ceiling, let me take a step back. Essentially the ceiling for offers is capacity. How do you balance personal and family needs with advancing your startup? Well, I guess a lot of people who want to chase for their dreams or want to start something, they're passionate, they have so much they want to do. And we already have 24 hours, like you say, what's capacity and how much that we can spread across, right? So you can have a lot of different things you want to chase for in your life. Maybe starting a new company, like first startup, and now I'm chasing the next thing that I'm working on. But you only have one family. And uh, like for me, I, I'm... I think it took me a while, like growing up, I was I was always thinking that like, oh, I wish I could do more. But after overcoming all these challenges, I realized that without my mom's support, especially the first startup, just the moral support, I wouldn't have gone through like all the ups and downs in yeah, building the company. Building company, like a lot of times, you can read about uh, awards, success, but there's so much hard work behind, and like the moral support is extremely important. So, of course, everyone has like different challenges, even in a personal life and family, but very important is that like they be your own support network, be grateful in terms of like the small little things that like be your family, your loved ones, your friends that help you along the way. like. Well, I, I wouldn't say that I'm extremely successful, but I wouldn't reach where I am today without like all the friends and like family support. You talk about that sense of community around you, the importance of having people around you professionally, consultation, networking, mentoring, and sort of as an entrepreneur, you know, take that path and how important it is to have the right people around. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess I was fortunate to be in pretty developed city, state like Singapore, whereby I managed to build like the first network. I would say that like starting out, like it wasn't very easy. I was a solo female founder, like have no tech background. I basically left my corporate job to, to start like policy power. I put myself out there, went to a lot of events, trying to network with like other tech founders, trying to understand how the whole ecosystem works. And I'm repeating the same thing here in the US. So I just moved here two months ago. This is your first United States interview, for what I understand as well. We're really excited to have you on the Watch Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is my first United States like interview. I've done like, uh, I've done multiple interviews in the past and I, I'm very grateful that like you are you are having me here today and I just hope that like anyone out there listening to this, you know, like we all go through different challenges, like but review it and see like what are the good things that come out of it and then like how do you how do you change it to a fire to actually push you forward. You know, you've been recognized by IBM, you know, as one of the top 100 women in fintech. You've been recognized by Tatler Agents List of Top Achievers, LinkedIn Power Profile. Uh, what I sense from you is a humility, a sense of being humble. And at the same time, your story resonates with a lot of young female founders trying to cut across technology, new technology, evolving technology and technical verticals. Reflecting on where you were, 
and where you are as an incredibly successful entrepreneur, what's your message to female founders who are trying to materialize their startups and technology? And to take it a step further, as you reflect on the last five years, is there any message that you would communicate to yourself now realizing the journey you've been on? Well, I guess the message to other female entrepreneurs and also to myself five years ago is that you just don't have to couch because like we need to understand the risk that we will be facing, like by leaving a corporate job, venturing to a, a new space that like stop mostly dominated still by men and I was in fintech and now I'm trying to get into property tech. It's also heavily dominated by men. But I feel that instead of seeing it as an obstacle, you see it as an opportunity because basically like what you could bring in a different perspective as compared to every other man out there could be thinking the same way. I venture into tech and fintech as an outsider. So I was not like a 10 years professional in insurance before launching policy power. But I think what like kind of success that we achieved was really because we are always taking like from the consumer from the customer needs like we're trying to solve like what the customers are looking for so the key message is yeah have to have the courage understand who you're building for like the the customer needs like what are they looking to solve out there and also well i guess i can talk about my book that's 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 a great transition to book balls we'd love to hear about why you wrote it and maybe give the audience a sense of what it's about well, it's titled Boss Aim. Well, it's either you have boss or you have boss to have courage. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cheeky, the title, but like basically it's, it's very catchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of out there to actually encourage people that like just don't have courage to take control of like what you want. Of course, um, we need to know like how, how do we kickstart and like how do we take the first step. Everyone has dreams and ideas, but like who really take the first step is to be able to just um, know in terms of like what to do. So like, what do I do? How do I get started? Sorry, stumble a little bit. How do I get started? It took me about a year before venturing into startup to network with people. So I basically condensed all the information into my book. I wrote about my journey of like, how do I get started? How to do market research, product development, building your first minimum viable product, doing user like interview, testing, building partnerships. I also talk about challenges. It's not about all about like, oh, my success and like what I've achieved. It's like the challenges I go through and how do I overcome them? Being a female, a lot of times you think that like, oh, it's either you have to be an engineer or to be in a tech industry. Not really. You is basically be able to communicate and understand like the upcoming tech and what what is it that like you can utilize technology to solve the business problem. A lot of times we focus on the technology and technology, but we as a society is about like any businesses or products out there is to solve problems, right? Like for us mainly what other products out there that we can solve the problem and how can we use technology to build it to solve the problem so we cannot just keep forcing ourselves like okay blockchain and then it's AI but it's the key thing like what are we looking to solve 
Like, what is the problem that you are passionate about solving? And then research into that, of course, there are new technology, especially AI, like what we can look into AI to put into, like, to be, like last time was the insurance, now I'm looking at protect. What can we do? Like, how can we build up the data sets to help either improve efficiency, increase the sales, solving a certain problem, California fire problem, and so on. There's so many things to solve. It's such a brilliant approach. And, you know, you're hitting, I think, some really key notes on momentum, energy, passion, the importance of having the right people at the right time, the right people who align with what you're trying to solve, having the right people have a sense of passion of your business. How important is that for entrepreneurs and startups kind of pulling that parallel to start community, having that level of energy? I think it's extremely important. Don't jump into something just because it's the hype. It's like startup journey is a lot of ups and downs. You go through, like, you go through a roller coaster, right? Like, it could be building your first product, having your first customer, partnerships, funding, being acquired, getting like more sales, acquiring more companies. These are like success, but like you go through a lot of no's, but like how do you handle the no's? How do you take the no's to actually move forward? It's not an easy, easy journey so far. I've, I've overcome a lot of no's and even moving to the US. Well, let's take a step back. You moved to London, then you moved back to Singapore, and now you're moving back to the US. You're, you're crossing lines. You're crossing, you know, sort of technology hills. You're trying to establish yourself in new markets. And every single time, what do you tell yourself when you are taking these sort of what seems to be like seismic steps in your in your life? I just tell myself, like, just give it a shot. Like, what's there to lose? Like, I, I count I, when I first started my first startup, Aussie I had savings to keep myself alive for two years. Basic needs, but. When I overcome like the first year, the second year, third year, and so on, I felt like I'm just constantly feeling very grateful that I was able to keep growing. And right now, the company is still is still running. It's managed by the like the acquirer. Which I I just moved to the US. Like I came here alone. Of course, I'm not saying that like oh like so amazing and daring to come here alone. But I just feel that like it just change for what you want. Of course, if let's say it surely it doesn't work out i can always work on something else i think what's important is that like assess the risk if the pros supersede like the pros is like just try and like the experience uh the network that you build and of course like the years of working and also learning about yourself i think i learned so much about myself by building my company because i learned that what are my strengths my weakness and how can i build a support network between the uh, among the team members and also like friendships to be able to cover my weakness because we all work, work in teams like anywhere we go like even here i feel that like like i'm kind of in a team whereby like i have friends that come and support me to be me First arriving, I have no car, like people will come and pick me up. Like there's so many things that it's all about community building. So it's my thing that what you guys are doing. You are having you are empowering the communities to 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 network, to share, to learn from one another. And yeah, I really respect that like you are empowering so many people out there. 
Val, we really, really appreciate that. And we're excited about our app being available to anyone with an idea or a set of skills looking for an opportunity to validate their idea, to move their idea forward, to connect with the right people, to connect with the right people who are passionate about their idea. You shouldn't necessarily need to go to school of business clearly or or have an understanding of, of pitching or or even trying to move to Silicon Valley to pursue your idea. But the access to the right people who have the right skills with the right passion should be something that's enabled for any idea in any startup. I want to close on this, Val, which is I'm looking at achievements that also include additionally, you know, Women's Weekly Great Women of Our Time, People's Choice Award, and the significant amount of success you've had. And thinking about, again, your family and your professional successes, what motivates you today? You mentioned property tech. You mentioned moving to California. What is driving you today now as a, as a renowned, recognized self-entrepreneur? What drives me is that I'd like to create products and solutions out there that I'm able to make an impact, a positive impact. So in the past, was like insurance and helping people to manage their finances. Now, I found interest in property, helping people to actually understand their biggest asset, which is their property in terms of the value, uh, the risk, and how do they protect it. So I, I guess like that keeps me going and um, I would like to actually learn from like people in the US as well because I feel that it's, it's a hardware, like the passionate, inspiring entrepreneurs that move to, they, they, they want to connect, build, build businesses or like build, build new innovation, innovative products to solve problems out there. So I guess that, that keeps me going and I'm even though there are moments that I feel that, oh, like, I, I really cannot build my network in Asia. Why am I redoing this? I, I feel that, like, probably you should just try it because, like, you don't want to leave the world and having regrets. You want to just give it a shot. If country things don't work out, like, you can answer to yourself that, like, you have, you have tried now, your message is inspiring for somebody who's been recognized by Forbes and Fortune and essentially every other periodical known to professional sort of work environments, including LinkedIn and, and IBM and, and Peak Power List. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We'd love to have you on a future podcast to go more into your journey, and particularly your journey here in the US now and entering a new sort of sector. and. They're unequivocally, your message is going to resonate with our startup community unequivocally as well. You're going to just hit home runs here with your next startup. And we're excited to, to bring you back on and share your journey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I want to thank our audience and all the trailblazers out there for joining us on an exhilarating journey through the world of technology and innovation. Remember, the power to change the game is in your hands. Stay charged, stay inspired, and keep breaking barriers. Because we're just getting started on this launch journey with all of these startups. Join us next time for another episode filled with sparks of brilliance and boundless opportunities. And until then, keep dreaming big, stay curious, and keep pushing the boundaries. Together, we'll shape a future that's brighter, bolder, and more inclusive. Keep that energy high, and see you on the next episode of the Launch Podcast. Be well.